All I need is two to join, and then I can get started. Last time I went live, I didn't make it public the first time I made it for, well, only I can see. Mm. There we go. We got our two. Good evening, good evening. How are you people doing on this lovely, lovely, lovely Saturday night? It's nice outside. I just came from the downtown area. It was nice down there, too. It's pretty nice outside. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get started. I'm not going to take up too much of your time. But tonight's topic is, who taught us that? Now, when I say us, I'm talking about my beautiful black, brown, whatever color, current caramel, my sunkissed folks. You know what I'm saying? Common practices in the household, like like uh, one of those wash washing dishes with bleach type ordeals. I'm sure probably like 98.7% of us was taught that. So we're going to kick it off with my very first topic, and that is a husband should be head of a household. Why? Now, understand, these are all my opinions. You are more than welcome to chime in. Whatever I can read and reply, respond back to, I will. I'm thinking about probably letting a person or two hop on. I'm not too sure because I don't want to take up too much time, so we'll see, you know, as thing progresses. So topic, first topic, husband should be head of the household. Why? Okay, boom. I wasn't raised in that kind of house. You know, there was never a husband in our household. You know what I'm saying? It was just my mom and three girls. You know, so we never even had them conversations. I didn't get off into that or even thinking about that until I got actually maybe like 35 years old and I had a a decent man in the household. You know what I'm saying? And it was that's when I started thinking about stuff like that. Like, okay, let me see how this comes into play. And no, I'm not married. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just, you know, it's things that you think about if you're in a relationship and you feel like it's getting to the point where it's serious. You know what I'm saying? So, do I feel like a husband should be here in the household? Definitely, if he is an alpha male. My opinion. What I mean by alpha male is that when it's time for their repair guy to come back or some shit needs to be taken care of, your husband should be able to stand on the forefront of it. 
I think it's absolutely perfectly fine to let a person know my husband handles that. You know what I'm saying? Because I am traditional in a sense where I feel like there are things that the man should handle and there are things that the woman should handle. You know what I'm saying? So if you have that alpha male in the household that's going to take control, make sure that shit is straight, that shit gets done from the bills to pipe bursting, then yes, he should be head of the household. Nothing should take place without going through him first. You know what I'm saying? And I know we live in a time where things are a little different. And it's not always about breadwinning. Because it can be a situation as to where there's a husband and wife. The wife is the breadwinner. But I am traditional again in the sense where I feel like the wife, in most cases, we the brain and the man is the muscle. You know what I'm saying? If somebody come running up in your crib, you want to make sure that your man going to keep him from making it up the stairs or making it through that fucking house where you and your kids are. Just my opinion. Like I said, totally my opinion. Feel free to chime in. Tell me what you think about husbands being the head of the household. You know what I'm saying? If you feel different, definitely let me know and why. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about if your answer is logic to us because it's an opinion and that just might work in your crib you know what i'm saying i'm definitely an alpha female i have always taken care of my own things but when i came across that alpha male that i know for sure for sure won't let a robber make it past this burglar make it past this threshold it's only right that he be here in the household that's just my opinion once again once again uh, I'm going to talk about the standardized testing for our beautiful little black babies, but I'm going to push that towards the end because I got some literature for y'all, just some stuff to read. Uh, I'm going to give you the info on it if you want to look it up yourself, but it's important for those of us who do have children to take a look into that. You know what I'm saying? So my next one, a husband should pay all the bills. Your husband should pay all the bills. Really? Really? That's how y'all feel? In my very own personal opinion, I don't feel like we're living in a town where that's, where that's practical. You know what I'm saying? We're not living in a town where a loaf of bread was 15 cents. You know, so my thing is, like in my household, sometimes we go half, sometimes he'll pay it all. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I get in a mood, I'll pay it all. But that's because money and hair goes into one pot. You know what I'm saying? You may run your household differently. Realistically, even if he's capable and able, you know, of paying everything, I personally don't think that it's fair. So you take your tools and fruits, if you work or not, you take your tools and fruits and you shop and you get your hair, nails and brows did and he takes every dime that he works for seven days a week and he pays bills. No leisure, maybe a haircut, maybe a beer if he drinks beer. But let's be realistic. You know what I'm saying? That to me, that's just a part of that balance in, in the household. We're going to sit down at a round table like adults. Or at a square table, because it's just me and you, and we're going to discuss how to break these bills down. I'm even for if he pays the rent and you pay all the sad bills. You know what I'm saying? Because mortgage and stuff is typically higher. And those sad bills can add up. Thank you. Thank you, Kiana. Those sad bills can add up depending on how you living, you know, but you got to be realistic. You know what I'm saying? You got to have that balance. Should your husband pay all the bills in your household? In my opinion, no, no, no. Make that thing even, do a 60-40, 70-30, however, whatever y'all feel that works for y'all. But 
You feel like the man should pay the big bills? I, I, don't, I don't see no problem with that. But if those, in my opinion, if those big bills will have him to a point as to where it's lent in his pocket and you still got a little change, I think it should, you should come together with your husband collectively to make it happen. Because then at the same time when they paying the big bills, some of us, most of us, we want to be winding down. Well, why don't you buy me diamonds? And why don't you take me on trips? Because I don't got no money. You know what I'm saying? We got to be realistic in a sense. You know what I'm saying? We got to be realistic with our children too. You know, and these things are just things that, to be honest, I haven't had that much experience in because these things were not really taught in my household. Around me, I saw it, you know what I'm saying? Because the topic of tonight's podcast is who taught us that? You know what I'm saying? Common practices in black homes. You know what I'm saying? And these practices are common. And unfortunately, it is common for a lot of us that there was no husband in the household, no alpha male in the household. So we don't get this shit. We like, what? Absolutely. Absolutely, precious. And you are a wife. So I value your opinion because you've been there, done that. So I appreciate your feedback. All right. My next topic. The husband eats before the kids. Hmm. <laughs> now let me tell you how I struggle with that, right? I struggle with that. And a lot of us moms, we will struggle with that, right? But we struggle with that because we feel like, okay, you know, we, we, we make it so dramatic and we, we dramatize it to a point where it's like, okay, if there's four of us in the house and there's three pieces of chicken, my kid's going to eat. If you got a real man in your house, he's going to tell you to make sure the kids eat. So it's not even up for grabs. If it's a real decent man in your house, he's going to say, hey, baby, I see there's only three pieces of chicken in there. You can you eat and the kids eat or break it down so that the kids have extras. Okay. But in the same sense, when it comes down to... Uh, the husband eat before the kids I, I think that he should and the reason why once again going back to if he's that alpha male taking care of everything because guess what if he doesn't eat and he's weak then who, who takes care of the household get shit done now, don't, don't get me wrong I get shit done but I'm just saying just thinking in a sense of things that he was built to do that I cannot do you know what I'm saying? And that's just that's just being for real. I know that we have this whole feminist kick going on where it's like, I can do anything a man can do. You probably can. And I know I'm rough and tough, but in the same token, we built different. It's just certain shit that I feel like that a male was built to do that we are we were not made to do. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we're delicate, no matter how hard we want to be. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're delicate. And that's just the thing. Embrace your delicacy. You know what I'm saying? But definitely, definitely. Handling the business, is that in the third? You know, keeping the, keeping the house in one piece. You know, uplifting his household. When that food come, is done and it's hot, he should get the first plate. He should get the first plate. And that's just, once again, my opinion, how I feel about the situation. You know what I'm saying? He should definitely get the first plate. Okay? So then we're going to move off into black women are always angry. We always got an attitude. We always rolling our eyes. Popping these lashes. You know. <sighs> Me being a black woman. I'm not going to say we always angry. I'm not going to say that. But I will say that we get damn good reason to be. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, there's so many loopholes, there's so many like, in the same token that I'm like uplifting good men and things of this nature, there has not always been a situation where I was involved with a good man. There has not always been a situation where you were involved with a good man. So you're dealing with a man where you come in the house and you've been at work all day and the garbage is overflowing and you so pissed you just end up taking the garbage out yourself. Okay? You're dealing with a man that's, you know, going from job to job or can't keep a few ends in his pocket so you on the forefront of everything. And this is why that I'm even able to question some of these things because in a, in a large sense and a large capacity we have switched roles we have switched roles from a personal experience i dealt with a guy i looked at one day and you know no pun intended i had to tell him like bro i don't need a girlfriend i'm calling you from work and i'm asking you to take out the chicken i'm asking you to make sure that the the linen is clean and and a lot of people might be like this bias he can't do it why he can't do it can do it but on the same token if i'm around here struggling like i am and i was we need to be even around here in some shape form or fashion even and let me step away from the word even i need you bringing something to the table so that i don't have a reason to always be mad and i did put it in that sense you know what i'm saying i don't need a woman and i'm a woman before i'm anything i don't i don't need a woman bro i'm telling you the seasoned chicken and Wash clothes when I really would prefer if you were somewhere hustling, trying to help us keep things afloat. You know what I'm saying? And that's just the woman that I am. You know, but I feel like we got a lot of reason to be angry. And so many of us single parents, I've been a single parent for 13 years. My oldest child was 14. I had help for one year, not even a solid year because of the situation at hand. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I have to partially take the blame in that as well because I knew the kind of guy I was dealing with. You know what I'm saying? So I knew it was going to be one of two things and I got the two things. You know what I'm saying? That second thing. Single parent. I've been that and I take pride in it. I embrace it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we do got reasons to be angry. We got reasons to be angry. You know what I'm saying? I, I can attest to that myself. But... We got to learn how to push through it. You know what I'm saying? And believe you me, when we find that happiness, when we happy, we happy. You know it because we glow. We glow and we're cordial and we hang. How you doing? You look cute. You know what I'm saying? Remember, I made a post about females that you compliment their shoe or something they got on and they want to act like they don't know where they got it from or don't want to tell you where they got it from. They angry. But you know what I'm saying? When they happy and they glowing. Girl, let me show you the website. Let me, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and I'm just being funny, but we have a we have a damn good reason to be angry until we either do something within ourselves in life to turn that thing around or we meet somebody that turns that thing around. You know, but black women, we do have a reason to be angry. You know, we're not always protected. You know what I'm saying? That's why I personally think that certain things come to a point like this, these feminist movements and all that kind of stuff, we're not protected. You know what I'm saying? We're actually abused and abandoned. And it's sad and it's unfortunate, but that's just something we need to look in, look into within ourselves because on the flip side, 
A lot of women might think I'm just talking about men abusing and abandoned. No, no. Your fellow sister, your 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 sister, your girl. You know, she gossiping, telling somebody all your business. She gloating and floating every time you got some BS going on, hating to the full capacity. We do it to each other, we rip each other apart. Apart. You know what I'm saying? We, we will find the negative in, in anything. You know what I'm saying? There are women like that. And it's nasty. It's catty. It's ridiculous. Because it's like, okay, let's form a coalition. You know, let's let's form a, an alliance as to where, you know, we get together. And, oh, you don't have to watch your kids? Okay, cool. They can come chill over here while you get out, till you get out of work. You know, we need to come together as well. Because we do, we attack each other. You know what I'm saying? And that's just so real. And don't act like you don't know it. Because if you sit up here acting like you don't know what I'm talking about, you might be the attacker. So I'm talking about in this sense with black women being angry and us having a reason to be. You know, a lot of us are angry at our mothers because she taught us absolutely nothing and threw us to the wolves. So now we out here and we in love with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is our friend. You know, we don't know no better. You know what I'm saying? So we do. We got reasons to be angry, but we got to fix it, though, because you can't walk around like that. You know, you're not you're not going to get through life. You're not going to make it to the next level just being angry all the time and stop carrying those burdens. You know what I'm saying? That that leads to illnesses, anger, shit like that. I talked about that before. My next topic, women should be submissive. Y'all talking to hardcore big chief. Ten toes down. I'm strong, submissive. A yes, a yes, man. But yes, ladies. It's a part of our delicacy. You know what I'm saying? That is a part of our delicacy. But guess what? Men, we will naturally do it if you can naturally lead. I'm not bringing nobody a plate who can't help me get from point A to Z. And I'm talking about Spiritually, mentally, physically, what's going on, Josh Paul? That, that's what I'm talking about. Everybody always think when we talk, when we talking financially. No, that's not. It's not always about that. Get your own money. That's the problem. Get your own money. Come to the table with your own money, and we can combine and things. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not saying doormat. You know because I know some of those. I'm not saying doormat to the point where. Your word is 200% bond. Because no no one person knows everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you... I'm, I'm sure you, you're a married woman and y'all happily married. You submissive. You submissive in ways you don't even know. You submissive. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's okay to be that way. I know I'm, I'm tough. I'm what I call nigga bro. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to cook that, that meal. I'm going to take in that plate. I'm going to listen, you know what I'm saying, to what he say because I have came to my senses and I have came across some somebody who has led me to places that I've never taken myself in 35 years. Let's be for real. Let's be for real. That's called balance. You know what I'm saying? That's called balance. Now, don't get me wrong. In most cases, we know it's in us. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a natural leader. I'm a lead. But sometimes my leadership... Or uh, in, in a lot of cases, my leadership has took taken me in a circle with the same common practices. So when I got, you know, a good friend, you know, because so, please don't think that I'm always like my man, my man, my man, because I'm not that. But like my 20 year homie, 
20, 30 year homie, honestly. She always say, you, why are you limiting yourself? What, what, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And then my guy, you know, he aggressive fucking bear. You, you, you let people run over you. You're doing anything. You know what I'm saying? And them type of people, you know, you, 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 you should be. I'm, I'm nobody's yes man. You know what I'm saying? But that's all about that compromise that me and my good homie word that we talked about when we was talking about relationships. Definitely, Gabby, it's the Aries in me. I'm a natural leader. I'm a natural leader. There's no way around it. And I'm respected in that sense. But I know how to fall in line. And I and I put this on one of my real talks one day because I post a real talk every morning. I try. People keep falling off because they will not fall in line. There is no one person that knows everything. You keep falling off because you won't fall in line. You know, we get off into stuff. You know, I get off into stuff like everybody else. I got people calling my phone. Now, instead of just getting in tune with what I got going on and getting things happening, they want the info. I can give you the info. You're not going to put it together how I put it together because I'm not going to teach you how to put it together how I put it together because the thing is, is if you knew how to put it together, you wouldn't be calling me. Come on now. Let's be for real. People keep falling off because they won't fall in line. That's a whole nother podcast, whole nother. But take that into accountability. Oh, it's uh, Juwan. I'm going to send you the link to my podcast because I always um, I go live and then I throw it on iTunes or uh, if they got a droid, they can go to podcast. So it's the way she can st- she can hear it. It, it should be um, on uh, my podcast by tomorrow. Tomorrow morning it should be on there. But uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have some people that's going to lead you to places that you can't take yourself. That's called networking. Teach your children that. Teach your children that unless you got a, a smart ass introvert, they gonna they gonna get it how they live. They gonna get rich anyway. But teach your children because in this day and age, and I'm not even gonna say in this day and age, this period, it's not always about what you know. It's about who you know. You know what I'm saying? And it's about you know who you keep within your inner circle. And it might sound like I'm jumping off topic, but if you following me, you know that I'm really taking you somewhere with this shit. That it's a real message behind it. Definitely, there's nothing wrong with being submissive. Am I telling you to be a doormat? Am I telling you to allow a person to tell you anything? No. You know what I'm saying? You should have enough sense, hopefully, not to. But that just piggybacks on other topics. You might not because you have never been under proper leadership. You know what I'm saying? And maybe you see if it's just within you, you know, to be that leader. But definitely, I have no problem with being submissive. You know what I'm saying? Yep, very true. Very true, Dominique. That's, that's I believe that, 2,000%. You know what I'm saying? I'm big chief. Grown men call me chief. And I have gotten to the point where I submit to an extent that I feel works for me. That doesn't take away from me being big chief. You know, I still got an ego. <laughs> I'm not going to act like I don't. But, you know, I, I'm learning that as I come into my womanhood a little later than probably most. Now... <clears throat> My next topic, children shouldn't have opinions. Children shouldn't have opinions. Yeah, I was raised in them households. I was raised in that household. You know, no pun, I love you to death. I was raised in that household. I don't care. You didn't have an opinion because what they tell you, shut up. Don't talk when I'm talking. Don't say nothing. And you just got to be quiet. 
Mamas be wrong as hell. You be thinking to yourself like, she not as smart as I thought she was. Because you know you think your mama know everything until you gather your own fucking common sense. Mama, grandma, I was raised in that house. You don't have an opinion. Now let me let me break this down on how I feel about it. I got a 13, I got a 14 year old. Very opinionated. Very opinion, opinionated. Now there's a difference in being disrespectful and having an opinion. You know what I'm saying? And it's in a lot of instances, mommies, daddies, grannies, we, we can be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Take it as not even constructive criticism, but as constructive feedback. You know what I'm saying? Because they could really be telling you something, especially in the world that we live in today. It's a lot of shit we're not hip to because we have these common black practices in the crib. And we just not open to um, we just not open to new shit. You know what I'm saying? We're not open to new shit. People struggle with that all the time. Your kid don't have an opinion. They just supposed to be a mute. So when they take this same practice out into the street and a motherfucker that told them to jump off a building or sell this crack or take this drug or drink this drink, they was taught to just go with the flow. And the only thing I know that just goes with the flow are dead fucking fish. Stop teaching your kids to be dead fish. It's a difference in being disrespectful and having an opinion. And it's a way that they can do it. And it's a way that we can do it. You know what I'm saying? It's a way that we can do it. You know, Ma, I put the dishes in the dish rack this way. Well, they should go in there this way. Well, Ma, you know, let me tell you why I put it in there this way. Listen, you either going to say, all right, that makes sense or it don't. And if it makes sense, let it make sense. That don't mean that they running shit or they took over nothing. If it makes sense, it makes sense. And if it makes things easier for them and it doesn't burden you in no kind of way, then let that shit make sense. Let that shit make sense. Stop teaching your babies that they don't have an they they not they can't have an opinion. It turns into an argument. You being disrespectful. You done told your mama that the dishwasher work better with this type of soap, and that she done called the whole family and said you done stole on them. You know how black mamas do that. Grandma like like my grandma to this day. No pun, and I know when they hear it or see it, they probably gonna be calling. My grandma to this day, I would call my grandma, and my grandma was swept down that there is. Like public assistance for everything. I can be like, Grandma, there's so much going on. You know, I'm probably about to get put out. The government has to house you. You go to homeless woman with two kids, 13 to 14, dot gov, and they have to house you. No, they don't. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, at 35 years old, I'm scared to tell her that this is not a fact. This is not a thing because she's so set in her ways. And to her, I'm still a child and I don't have an opinion. You know what I'm saying? Stop teaching your kids that that's, you know, that that's right. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, if they're being disrespectful, that's one thing. And we know the difference. So stop acting like you don't. You know the difference. Know the difference. Your babies, they do have an opinion. That's how they grew up to be leaders and not followers. It's okay for them to say how they feel. As long as they're not being disrespectful, you got to knock out teeth. Other than that, it is okay for them to express and say how they feel. <clears throat> Intonation. Intonation changes when being professional. For those of us who work, period. We work 
Um, you you over the phone, like customer service, some type of administrative work. You're on the front forefront. You're a receptionist. You're a nurse. Whoever. What our brown people like to do is we put on these voices because somebody told us that sounded like our Caucasian sisters and brothers makes us sound more professional. Why? Why? Who told you that? Who taught you that? Did somebody teach a class on that? Because there are a million and one things that you can do with your voice. And not even your voice. Your vocabulary, for one, will tell how smart you are. You know what I'm saying? Just just look at words. Look at what's synonymous to your everyday words, synonyms, stuff like that. Because like somebody like myself, been doing customer service for eons for like tons of years. And if you talk to me on the phone, my voice is not too much different from this. You are going to know when I pick up that phone. When are you going to know when I pick up the phone? I'm black because my fucking name is Tanika. Okay? But even if I choose to introduce myself as Miss Bowden, you're going to know I'm sunkissed. You're going to hear it in my voice. Because I want you to. I want you to. I don't want you to get the impression that I'm anybody other than who my mother birthed. I'm Tanika. You know what I'm saying? Hey, how can I help you today? What's, what's going on? You need me to take a look into your account? Give me a few seconds. I know I'm sound no different from what I have. Watch this sound if I'm kicking the bobo. Now, I'm not going to uh, use slang, you know, or Ebonics. And you feel like, why not then since you're going to keep your voice? Because, I mean, it, it's, I guess we was taught it was improper. And to be honest, it sounds, it doesn't sound proper, you know. But I'm going to use whatever words I feel like that I should use to assist you. But I'm not going to change the tone of my voice. Because you're going to know you're talking with a sister. And you're going to be able to say, that black woman helped me out. You know what I'm saying? So whoever taught y'all that changing, you know what I'm saying, that your, your intonation should change when you are on a phone call, when you're, hi, this is, that's not you. That's not you. You want people to know that Zimbabwe, Puerto Rico, Alexander helped them and was as professional as he or she knows how to be. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, embrace change. Embrace your blackness. You know what I'm saying? A lot of our common practices and traditions, I'm all for them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, going back to washing dishes with bleach. That's a black thing. There ain't nothing black in the net. I'm not washing dishes if I come in the kitchen and don't smell bleach. Your dish is not clean. You got any paper or plastic because I don't want to eat out your stuff because I wasn't taught that. You know, a lot of it I can get with, but, uh, you know, some of it I can't. And I hear a lot of people in this day and age talking this talk about, you know, if the man not doing this, if he not doing that, he not, you know what I'm saying? Well, that just may be the type of man that you have in your household, you know, why you feel like kids should eat before him. He should pay all the bills. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't be the head of your household. That's some personal stuff you have going on within yourself. Now, on the flip side, all that might work for you. All that might work for you. You might have a man that's okay with that. All that might work for you. Just make sure if somebody kicked that door down that he can get their ass up out of there. Because, lady, get that. Mommy, get delicate. You just send some shots. But if, if, that, if that person makes it close to you, I don't know how successful you're going to be. And I'm putting it in that sense because it's that 
deep. It's that deep. We living in them type of times. And like I said once before, we are abandoned. We're not protected. So when you come across something like that, you embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Not in a doormat sense. Not in a yes man sense. You know what I'm saying? It's a way to let a motherfucker know, like, I don't stand for that. And in, in most cases, they're going to know what you do and do not stand for. Because you put it out there and they see what kind of person you are. They're not even going to try it. I promise you that. I promise you that. So my last and final topic, because like I said, I wasn't going to take up too much of your time. Like pod, these podcasts kind of roll longer. Like when I have somebody with me because we're going back and forth with our opinions on what we think. I think the last one lasted like an hour. You know what I'm saying? Like when, excuse me, I'm doing it by myself. I can get straight to the point. But I love having a co-host or especially a male, you know, so you can kind of get double sad of what we think. So, parents, uh, the topic that I chose to push to the end because I have something I want to read to y'all. Standardized testing, does it paint an actual, uh, an accurate picture of how well your little brown babies are doing? And uh, this is this is an article by Race Bader, and they spell Bader, B-A-I-T-R dot com. Uh, let me see. It was written by Rand Miller. That's Rand with two N's, R-A-N-N. And it was published January 21st of 2020, last year. And um, pretty much talked about uh, how unfair standardized testing is for our black babies. For one, we grow up much different than our beautiful European, Caucasian sisters and brothers. You know what I'm saying? So certain logic, certain things we, we come up with, as well as our children, is based on what we see on a day-to-day basis. So we might have a different opinion on certain scenarios that they put, like in those tests on the reading and English part. Uh, also, some people, you know, some of our babies just may not be good test takers. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like putting them under pressure, you know, and they may be successful and do well in other areas, but not in not in that particular area. So the SAT was invent, invented by Carl Brigham. Okay. Uh, he was a known racist. He said that African-Americans were on the low end of the racial, ethnic, and or cultural spectrum. So you best believe that whenever he invented the SAT, that it has never been changed. So you get your kids sweating bullets because they're making 850s out of 1600s. And, and really, this test not even built for them. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> uh, according to this article, many undergraduate schools have abandoned the SAT and other standardized tests. Um, a few years ago, they uh, gave us the option in my children's magnet school to allow our children to take the, these standardized tests or not. I opted out. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just like the preparation for it at home, it just put us all under pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, uh, you're going to go to bed two hours earlier. You're going to eat uh, more breakfast uh, than you've ever eaten before. Uh, I'm going to pack you some snacks because uh, I'm trying to keep you from fail, failing when it shouldn't even be placed in their heads that they're going to fail in the first place. So now they're looking at these fucking scantrons, and it's probably not even scantron no more, but they're looking at these 60, 70 questions and in their head. You know, they're not going to do well if they didn't wake up on time, if they didn't eat a well-balanced breakfast, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? They're more, more focused on not doing well than doing well. And, you know, uh, somebody gave me a, um, I can't think of the word, but basically on what a schoolhouse stood for. 
And when I find out what they said, I, you know, I post it. But uh, definitely, you know what I'm saying? For those of us who are, you know, kind of like engulfed in education with our kids and feel like the standardized testing is cool, that's cool. But I, I personally, I don't like it. And whenever they give the option uh, to not test, I always, you know, tell them, no, my kids are not going to uh, participate in it. Uh, some standardized testing is still a requirement in the federal law. Every student succeeds at but a few states are taking baby steps toward taking advantage of flexibilities in their law. So whenever they have to put something, a law or something like that in place of something is, that should be as simple as standardized testing, you know it's some gaps and it's some bullshit. So definitely, you know what I'm saying, when your children are younger, be their, their eyes and ears and do research on shit because we throw our kids into a lot of shit and they just not built for it because they, they didn't grow up in those environments. And I said um, that these environments had these particular environments gave them a greater advantage. No, you know what I'm saying? It's just certain things that we practice that other groups of people do not practice. So definitely take a look into that. Like I said, uh, the name of this article is The Anti-Black Intellectual Hierarchy Built by Standardized Testing Needs to Come Down. It's by Race Bater. They spell Bater. B-A-R-T-R. My podcast is going to get a little bit more sophisticated with shit like pop on the screen. I haven't gotten to that point yet, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to chop it up with y'all tonight. Uh, anybody had any questions? I didn't see too many people like giving feedback on uh, the topics like husband should be at a household. Why? Husband should pay all the bills. Really? Husband should eat before the kids. Hmm. Black women are always angry. Seriously. Uh, women should be submissive. We'll talk. We did talk. Children shouldn't have opinions. You know, so I touched on all that. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up so I can actually place myself back into my household. You know, pretty much see what's going on because I've been going all, gone all day. And when I'm gone all day, I like to see how the day was. You know, the flow. What you do today? You know, stuff like that. And rest a little bit. So... Like I say, these, um, I'm going to start pre-recording too, but I do like going live if y'all have like questions and shit like that. Um, I always post the link. So tomorrow, sometimes you guys who probably missed out on, uh, what I talked about earlier, you should be able to listen to me, um, hear what I have to say or what have you about those particular topics. Common practices in our black homes. If y'all feel like there's some stuff I didn't touch on, shoot me an inbox or just post it on my page or whatever. And I will definitely take some time out of my day and address it. Or, you know, we'll kind of like talk about it, go back and forth, pull you in on the live. And, you know, just go from that. You know, thank y'all for joining. Thank y'all for chiming in. Uh, tonight was decent. Um, I'm always looking for a co-host, so if you have any topics, anything you want to talk about alongside me, uh, inbox me and we can do it. Have a good night.